classes in memory of Jared Orchen, and we are going to learn today the second part of the Parsha. Last year we studied the first part of the Parsha. This time we will study on Parshat Mekkei, it's the book of Genesis, chapter 42. And this is the story of Joseph's brother coming to buy food in Egypt. On page 468, I'm sorry, 468, it's chapter 42 in the beginning. And we will start as usual to read a little bit and then we'll get, we'll get into it. You have a question already? I should. No. <laughs> Go ahead. 42. Please. Yaakov saw that food was being sold in Egypt. Yaakov said to his sons, why would you have everyone gazing at you? Basically, Jacob told them it was a famine in, 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 the, in the world, in Egypt, in Israel, everywhere. And he told, his, he, told the, he told his kids, go buy food. What means why you don't want everybody to look at you? Because the family of Jacob had food still. But he says, why you need everybody to speak? Oh, will these guys have food? We'll give them food. They're stealing from us. Go to Egypt. See what's going on. Buy food like everybody else. Continue. He said, behold, I have heard that there is food for sale in Egypt. Go down there and buy for us from here, from there, so that we will live and not die. Okay, that he told them, go there, there is, I hear there is food. It was like, it's something in Jacob pushed them to send his kids to Egypt. He didn't even know what it was. He says, I see something good is coming from Egypt. Go there, see what's going on. Okay. Joseph's ten brothers went down to buy grain from Egypt. But Binyam, Joseph's brother, Yaakov, did not send along with his brothers, for he, Yaakov, said misfortune might befall him. Okay, first of all, your Joseph's ten brothers. If you say that Joseph's <coughs> brothers went and Benjamin stayed on, you know that it's ten brothers, right? Why the Torah needs to point out the word ten brothers? From another mother. Because it sold him, the ten brothers. Yeah, but the Torah here points out they went as ten. When they sold them, the Torah doesn't say they were ten brothers. The Torah says the brothers sold them. Here is the first time the Torah points out that they are ten. Then the town, Jerusalem Talmud learns from here the whole concept of a minion. That the minion, they were ten. They felt that they will have ten brothers together. They will have the power as a minion to redeem, to find their brother. They knew that they sold them to Egypt. The father didn't know. Jacob didn't know. But they knew exactly where he is that they sold him to Egypt. They said our 10 brothers together, we'll have 10, 10 together, we'll be able to make it. There is three places, we're not going to language, we spoke about it once, not long ago. There are three places in the Bible learned for dominion. This is one of them, the concept of dominion. But Benjamin, Jacob didn't send. He says, who knows, maybe on the way, something will happen to him. He says, why on the way? Rachel died on the way. Joseph died on the way. These guys have no good luck on the way. Let's keep them on. That was the logic. That shows the favoritism again of uh, Benjamin? No, not, no favoritism. If you have the only child from your beloved wife is, is, is there, he lost Rachel and, J and Joseph. He better keep Benjamin. Very normal. Besides, Benjamin was the youngest. Benjamin was at this time not, not, not a little boy. He was uh, 30, 30 years old, something like this. 32 years old but still was the youngest in the family. 
and if something is wrong with this, with this, with this family, they go on the road, they don't come back. Then you keep them home. Okay, continue number five. Sons of Yisrael came to buy among the others who came, for there was famine in the land of Canaan. Yosef was the ruler over the land. He was the one who sold to all the people of the land. Yosef's brothers came, and they prostrated themselves to him with their faces to the ground. First of all, Joseph knew that his brothers will one day come. He set up on the, by the borders, they were at least anybody who comes, by customs. Every day, Joseph got the list. He was waiting for them. He says, these guys, are they earlier, are they later? They will come. They need food. They showed up. <laughs> Joseph summoned them right away. Not everybody who came to buy food in Egypt went to have a meeting with Joseph. You understand that? The whole world is coming to buy food. But then suddenly they said, oh, you, oh, somebody's waiting for you. So they came down, they bowed down. The beginning of the dream has to begin, begins to be fulfilled. Go ahead. Yosef saw his brothers and he recognized them, but he acted like a stranger to them. He spoke harshly to them and said to them, Where did you come from? They said, From the land of Canaan to buy food. Yosef recognized his brothers, but they did not recognize him. Isn't that repetition? Okay, that's very good. It's a repetition. He already said that Yosef saw them and recognized them. Here you say again, Yosef recognized them. They did not recognize him. But Rashi says right here on page 471 in the bottom, a very interesting, he says two explanations. One a more literal explanation, one a more deeper explanation. More uh, a Gadic explanation. Go ahead. Number eight in the Rashi, in the bottom of page 471. For he left them as bearded men, but they did not recognize him, for he departed from them beardless, and now they found him fully bearded. He left, they were adult, full grown men. He was a boy, 17 years old. He didn't have a beard. Now they didn't recognize him. Besides, why should they think that the ruler of Egypt is their brother? But he just changed. Then comes Rashi and says, another a Midrashic explanation is... Yosef recognized his brothers means that when they were in his power, he recognized the fact that they were his brother and took pity on them. They did not recognize him when he fell into their hands to act towards him with brother. They did not recognize him. They did not want to see him a brother. The kid, 22 years ago when they sold him, they did not have Rachmones on him. Here is my brother. We should be nice to him. But then he, recogni he recognized them as his brothers. He didn't turn his back to them. That's what, the, that's what it means. That's why the Torah is saying it again. He, re, he remember, he recognized them as brothers. They did not recognize them as a brother when, they, when he was in their end. 472, number, number 9, passage number 9. Yosef recalled the dreams that he had dreamt about them and said to them, You're spies. You have come to see where the land is exposed. Okay, Yosef remembered the dreams. Remember the dreams, and the dreams have to be fulfilled. That the first dream is fulfilled. Ten of the brothers are bowing down. But there is, uh, that's not the full dream. The full dream was every brother, 11 brothers, 11 stars, you remember? Mm -hmm. And on top of it, the sun and the moon. Where is the sun and the moon? We need the sun and the moon here. Then the sun is Jacob, the moon is his mother. If not, his mother is dead, Bila. Then Joseph is the, on the first level, on the surface, the whole agenda that jo Joseph is driving, going to drive them crazy now, we're going to learn about it, is to accomplish 
to fulfill the dreams. To bring Benjamin and Jacob to Egypt to bow down to him because that was, a, that was the dream. And he knew in a regular way, he sends a telegram to Jacob, oh, I'm here. Jacob says, very nice, stay there. If you want, you can come to visit me. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> that would be the normal reaction from Jacob. Jacob did not want to leave Israel as we're going to read later. Now, is this also sort of a cryptic kind of a comment also about the, the spies that were in when we were in the Midbar? That I don't know. I didn't think about it. But maybe, maybe. I mean, 10 and then the, the spies. 10 and 10. Yeah, yeah. Interesting thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they're they're trying to expose the land. You've come to yeah. expose the land. And that's way in the future. That's, yeah, it's like everything would happen with the forefathers, happen with the children. It's a good point, yeah, and the same word used, Meraglim, Meraglim, the same word. Very good, yes. Is this when slavery started for Jews in Egypt? When Joseph was sold as a slave, was the beginning of slavery for yeah. the Jews in Egypt. Yeah. Actually, Joseph, by being a slave earlier, saved for the Jews less time. He like, he like uh, what is called, served time for the old people. Yeah. Joseph alone paid off for most of them. He started the exile much earlier than, than the Jews came later and the slavery came even later. Yeah. You can do it on the other side because they sold their brother as a slave. That's why they end up to be slave in Egypt. Mm -hmm. You see, nobody can, that's something very important to remember. Nobody can control the Jewish people. It's only Jews can do it to themselves. They submitted their brother under the rule of Egypt. That's why the Egyptians had the power to, to enslave the Jewish people. If they would not submit the brother as a slave, the Egyptians would never have the power to control the Jewish people. Mm -hmm. It's always we are doing it to ourselves. Mm -hmm. In every type of thing throughout history, if you look good, in years ago, we, I mean, you mentioned once there was a story with a hole, you know, that was the burning of the books of the Talmud in France in 50, I don't know, it's like 500 years ago, 700 years ago. It started with a Jewish agenda mm -hmm. of, of burning the books of Maimonides in, 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 in France. Yeah, right. They gave, they empowered the Christian church to do it, the Jews. As an outcome, a few, 10 years later, 20 years later, they burned all Talmud. Yeah. And it's always like this. Always, always, always. The story we are now talking about Hanukkah, the Maccabees. How the Greeks, how the Romans made it to the land of Israel. We get invited. And yeah. they were invited by the, by, the, by the Maccabees, by the two brothers. There were two brothers who were fighting with each other. One of them, the one who was outside of Jerusalem, summoned the Roman soldiers to come to help him to fight his brother. It always starts from, from inside. Okay, we'll continue in the, in, the, in the story. Number 10. They said to him, No, my master, your servants have come to buy food. <coughs> we are all the sons of one man. We are honest men. Your servants have never been spies. He said to them, No, you have come to see where the land is exposed. They said, Your servants are twelve brothers, <coughs> the sons of one man in the land of Canaan. Behold, the youngest one is this day with our father, and one is no more. Why they, why they to tell him this? It's strange. Mm -hmm. It is. We'll ask them to, to, to speak about it. But go ahead. 
Why, why did they say one is no more? I mean, what, what does that exactly mean? Uh, what are you going to say about him? Uh, they, he's missing. It doesn't election. say he's dead. It doesn't. Uh, they couldn't say. Later, they say he's dead. Uh-huh. They could. They couldn't say that. Well, what are you going to say? They sold him. <laughs> why? But why do they have to? He's missing. It? Why do they have to mention it? They they wanted to show obviously that they are honest. Ah, that they are regular, regular, normal family, and in this. But the more they with talk, the, the more they get in trouble. Yeah. 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 The, more they get, the more they talk, the more they get in trouble. Always like that. <laughs> Go ahead. Number 14. Yosef said to them, It is just as I said to you, saying, You are spies. You shall be tested in this manner by Pharaoh's <coughs> life, and you shall not leave from here unless your youngest brother comes here. What he tells them, oh, you said you have a younger brother. If you want, if you will put, bring the young brother, I know that you tell me a true story. If not, I know you're liars. The moment they gave him information, they were in trouble. Go ahead. You should not leave here unless your youngest brother comes here. Send one of you and let him bring your brother you will remain locked up, and your word will be tested whether there is any truth with you. If not, by Pharaoh's life, you are spies. You are spies by Pharaoh's life. He has no problem to swear in Pharaoh's life a lie. Because <laughs> he knows that they are not spies. He knows it's his brother. But he said, that's why he said by Pharaoh's life. Don't say by God or by anything. By Pharaoh's life, is your spies. But he says the first agenda was to to arrest everyone, sent one back to Canaan, to Israel, he should bring Benjamin, and then release the rest of them. That was the first plan, right? Okay. He then put them together in prison for three days. Mm-hmm. Yosef said to them on the third day, do this and live, I fear God. Okay, first of all, he, 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 he arrested them for three days together. He wanted to give them the test of being in a pit. Just an idea, get a, uh, just to be in jail for three days. How is this feeling? Then at the third day, he tells them, I'm, I, I feel God. I'm a God-fearing man. You know, strange. shouldn't be, shouldn't like uh, wake up some God-fearing man. The ruler of Egypt, Egypt was, the, was a place of the all idol worshippers, a pagan country. Suddenly, I feel God. Shouldn't be like, this guy speaking about God. We really pick this up. But they, but they didn't, but they didn't, they didn't, they, they, they didn't wake up anything by them. Just out of curiosity, I mean, we have these uh, these dreams that have been interpreted basically as prophecies beforehand. He could have theoretically come out right away and said to his brothers, "Look, I'm Joseph. Uh, I want the whole family down here. Come on down." He's giving them a trial so that they have an opportunity the right, to take so. no, That's that's another thing. But first of all, you know, if he tells them that and they bow down for five minutes. They didn't accomplish it. It has to happen by itself, not because he told them to do it, number one. Number two, Jacob would not come down to Egypt. It just wouldn't, it wouldn't happen. Even if he heard, you know, by the way, Joseph, come on Jericho down. was not ready to go to Egypt. It had to be such a shock that would bring him to Egypt that nothing, be, nothing more than that. He had to be forced to go into Egypt. The Medrash says if not for the story of Joseph, God would have to send police to schlep Jacob to Egypt down, because he wouldn't go. Jacob w- was already in Haran, right? He had the experience of being in exile. He was not about to go back to exile. He was in Israel, and he came there to stay. Okay, number 19. 
If, okay. Go ahead, I'm sorry. I apologize. Oh, okay. <laughs> if you are honest, one of your brothers will be locked up in the prison where you are under guard, and you, the others, go bring food for your famished households. Bring you okay, the plan changed. Now it doesn't say you should all stay in jail. It says you sent, I will keep one brother, and the rest of you will go home to stay, to be with Joseph, to, to, to bring your younger, to bring food and to bring your younger, go continue, finish it. Bring your youngest brother. Bring your youngest brother to me so that your words will be verified and you will not die. They decided to do so. Why did uh, Joseph change? What made him Because he was, uh, he was nice to them. He didn't want to really arrest them. But more than well, that... Well, he had to keep one, so he keeps them on, but I mean... No, no, the idea was, and that's what we'll see in a minute, what happened yeah. there. Number 21, read, please, if you don't mind. They said to one another, in truth, we are guilty regarding our brother. No, no, 476. Right, 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 I'm trying. Maybe. Here we go. We saw the anguish of his soul when he pleaded with us and we did not listen. That is why this trouble has come upon us. Suddenly we hear he's starting to do tshuva. Oh, now we remember it's our fault. We are guilty regarding our brother. The brother that was gone 22 years. Until now, you don't ever hear the brothers of Joseph on one word of remorse. They saw the father suffering. I'm sure they were not happy that the father is suffering. But they didn't feel they, do the right, they did the wrong thing. Only now, what happened now that woke them up to remember and to start to have remorse about the brother that they sold? They went into the pit. They went into the prison for three days. Even this didn't do it. <clears throat> when he took one brother... <coughs> from them, oh. they said, ah, oh, ah, oh. this is payback. Click, something is wrong. Taking away some, we already took away your own brother from us. We are now getting a payback. It's not the same thing. We took one brother away and we arrested him, we sold him. Now they're taking away another brother. And who did we took, as he's going to say in a minute? Shimon. He took Shimon. They knew exactly who said, let's kill him. Shimon told Levi, let's kill him. Says, Shimon said, let's kill him. Now they're taking away Shimon. Ah. Ah, 22 years ago, that was not such a mitzvah that we, when we sold Joseph. And what they say, they say something very powerful. They say, we remember when he begged to us. I don't remember if I spoke about that last week. Yeah. Then, then, then they didn't hear the begging. Now they hear the beggings. Then that's why Joseph re released all of them and left one. He needed to remind them this issue. He wanted to bring them to repent, to understand that what he sold them was the wrong thing. That he took the guy who is actually wanted to, he was the beginning of all the troubles. Shimon, who said, let's kill him. <laughs> Reuven answered. Continue, please. Reuven answered them saying, Did I not say to you the following? Do not sin against the lad, but you did not listen. And now his blood is being avenged. Now his blood is being avenged. He said, Reuven says it clear. They did not know. They did not know that Yosef listened and understood because the interpreter was between them. They, they, and Yosef hears the conversation in Hebrew. How they're remorsing and they're repenting and they're realizing what they did is wrong. 
but took them a long time to bring them. That first of all, he put them all in jail to give them a little bit of, you know, when you're sitting inside. You know, anybody knows, I went sometimes, many years ago, to visit some people in jail, you know, it was once a girl or another guy. The bottom line is when they open the jail, they let you in and they lock the doors behind you. <laughs> Doesn't feel good. Even if you know you're not here, you give a rabbi to visit. It's just being three days in jail by the, by, the, by the ruler of Egypt and not knowing that they're going to be released after three days. Why three days? Three days in Judaism is the time to reflect on anything. Where we see three days? Jonah. We all. Uh, with Pharaoh. Abraham, Abraham, God told Abraham to, to, to sacrifice Isaac. What he told them? He told, he told them, go. And by the third day, go sacrifice Isaac. By the third day, he showed them the place. That Rashi says, why three days? Rashi says, it. There is that. That's in Just interesting to see it. Um, number 232, number 4, the Rashi, and the third day, 232, number 4 in the bottom, you want to read? Please. <clears throat> On the third day, why did he delay from showing it to him immediately? So the people should not say that he suddenly perplexed and confused him, and he became deranged, and had he had, the, and had, he had time to contemplate it, he would not have done it. People would say, oh, yeah, you t- God conf- confused them and he sacrificed Isaac. He killed them. If he would think about it like a man, he would never do it. God gave him three days. The same thing here. Joseph gave them three days. Enough time to rethink everything that happened. They still didn't. And he took one away. And they took Shimon away. Oh, the lights come up. Is that the same reason why uh, Moses asked for three days? When Moses asked for three days. Go in the desert. For, 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 oh, for three days for, for the second? For, probably, yeah. There is also, um, God said to, to the Jews should prepare for Mount Sinai two days, and Moses added another day, a third day. Mm-hmm. There is also, there is many of them, there is the sacrifices. They took, they took the Passover lamb on the 10th of Nisan, and they waited actually four days, but the three full days. Mm-hmm. Okay. We are uh, we are back to page 476, number uh, four, I'm sorry 477 number 24. You want to read it up, please? <clears throat> he turned away from them and cried. He returned to them and spoke to them. He took Shimon from them and had him bound before their eyes. Then they before their eyes, but after she, after they left, he released Shimon. It, it was just a house arrest. He didn't want to hurt them. Why he took Shimon on a simple level? First of all, to remind them, but number two, they knew that Shimon and Levi, these two, destroyed Shem, right? Mm-hmm. That they said, you know what? These two together are not a, good, uh, not a good couple. Let's keep one of them here and then send the rest of them. You, you have more chances it should be a safe return. <coughs> number 25. Joseph gave, order, gave orders and their vessels were filled with grain and each one's money was replaced in a sack and they were given provisions for their journey. This is what he did for them. They placed their purchases of grain on their donkeys and they departed from there. One of them opened his sack to feed his donkey at the inn and he saw his money. For behold, it was in the opening of his bag. He said to his brothers, my money has been returned and behold, it is also in my bag. Their hearts failed them and they trembled, saying one to another, what is this that 
Elohim has done to us. What's going on here? Who found the money in his bag? Rashi says it was Levi. Levi, that Levi, Shimon is arrested. Levi finds him, refills them to money, find money. They knew right away something is not. That's why they say, what is God doing to us? They didn't say, what is Joseph doing to us? They knew that Joseph is driving them crazy. Joseph is trying to frame them, basically. Joseph is taking them, Joseph gave them the food and gave them the money back. Then he can complain, he didn't pay for it. But they, re they recognize it's from coming from God, not from Joseph, not from the ruler of Egypt. The name of God they use is the is Elohim, Elohim the, 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 God of, the God of nature. The God, it's not the person. Well, judge, 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 judge. God of nature the God. and the God of judgment. Yes. Both of them, Din. Yes. This is one of the first times that they collectively have used the term God. Joseph uses it, I mean, about a dozen times. But, uh, you're right, <laughs> you're right. You're right. <laughs> now they, that's the way... That's, They're trying to get religious here. <laughs> that Yos, that's what Joseph wanted to bring them into. Yes, exactly, you're absolutely right. Go ahead, continue, number 29. They came to their father Yaakov in the land of Canaan, and they told him all that had happened to them, saying, The man, the master of the land, spoke to us harshly and considered us as spies of the land. We said to him, We are honest people. We have never been spies. We are twelve brothers, sons of our same father. One is no more, and the youngest is this day with our father in the land of Canaan. The man, the master of the land, said to us, this is how I shall know that you are honest. Leave one of your brothers with me, and take food for your famished household, and go. Bring your youngest brother to me, and then I will know that you are not spies, but that you are honest men. I will return to your brothers to you, and you will again do business in the land. Okay, let's stop right here. Did Joseph ever told him you'll do business in the land? He never told him this. Who, to, who, who offered such an offer? Let's do business together. Joseph. Who offered this offer? Let's do business together. Who offered it before? Judah. Huh? Judah. No. Who was a negotiation and said, let's become one happy family, we'll do business together? Oh, Ephraim. No. No, no Shimon. It wasn't oh, Shimon and Levi. Shimon and Levi. Shem. Shem. Oh, Shem. Right. Shem said, let's do business together. That's right. It's like a repeat of the same word. The same. Joseph never told him that. But they, they want to try to sweeten it to the father. They're trying to tell him, you know, you'll just bring Benjamin, he will see him, and he will do business, and everything will be good, perfect. Go ahead. Uh, they were emptying their sacks, and behold, each man's bundle of uh, money was in a sack. They saw their bundles of money, they and their father, and they were afraid. They only now discovered that the rest of them had the money in the packets too. And the way only Levi discovered it. Now everybody saw it. They were always scared. They saw something is not right here. Yaakov, their father, said to them, You have deprived me of children. Yosef is no more, Shimon is no more, and you will take uh, Binyan. All this has happened to me. Let's stop right there. Jacob summed up the story. He says, guys, first of all, they come with such a strange story. You would believe them even. Jacob knows one thing. Shimon is not here. <laughs> These guys go for a trip. They come with one less. The two or two years later, Joseph is gone. They come with a story. The cold, the blood, the dust. The fine. One time an accident happens. Now they come. If you would be Jacob, 
Nine instead of ten show up. This guy's already, one disappeared already. And they come with a story. They went to buy food in Egypt, a most normal trip. The king or the ruler of the land called us and he had all these COVID stories as spies. You think they lied to you? Who would believe such a story? You cannot even make up such a story. Why should the ruler of Egypt call 10 strangers to his palace and start to drive them crazy that they are, they are spies and then, and then tell them and give them, and give them money back? This whole thing looks strange. He thought they made up a story for, for as much as he knows. How should he not believe them even? Anybody would hear such a story. Are you, are you real? Maybe this is the source for the Hangover. The ruler of Egypt, what? <laughs> Maybe this was the source for Hangover, it's a movie. <laughs> <laughs> crazy stuff happens. <laughs> this is, this, no, they, no, they say the truth is better. You cannot even make up such stories. You come up with such a story. I mean, Jacob is sitting there. He doesn't know what to do with, that, with this information. They come with food and with the money back, with a brotherless... <laughs> with a story about a ruler in Egypt that took, and, and what he, what's the agenda to take Benjamin? The only child that he has, the one we didn't allow to go, they want to take him too. The Jacob sums up in one word. You took Benjamin, you took Joseph, you took Shimon. Shimon is gone and you want to take Benjamin. That's the bottom line. All these stories he told me, he told you, he told you, he told them. It's all no stories. More. This is the facts. Reuven spoke to him. Reuben spoke to his father, saying, Put my two sons to death if I do not bring him, Benjamin, back to you. Give him into my hands, and I will return him to you. He, Yaakov, said, My son will not go down with you, for his brother is dead, and only he remains. Should misfortune befall him on the way you are going, you will bring my white head down to the grave in sorrow. What is he really saying? <laughs> He's not Reuven is telling him, if you, if I do not bring Joseph, you'll kill my two sons. <laughs> Rashi says something very interesting. You want to read the Rashi number 38? Read the Rashi number 38. You want to read Rashi number 38? My son will not go down with you. He did not accept Reuven's offer. He said, this firstborn is a fool. He offers to kill his sons. Are they his sons only and not my sons? What are you telling him? To kill his grandchildren? <laughs> what crazy. kind of an offer is this? That's an offer you cannot refuse. Whoa, that's amazing. <laughs> the offer was not accepted. Reuven, as we're going to speak about Chavez, Reuven didn't make it as a, as a leader. That's not the offer you give. Yeah, the last guy who was giving up his children was Lot, remember, with his daughter. Exactly, exactly. That's what it sounds like this. Kill my sons. Oh, really? That will bring me a lot of comfort. <laughs> okay, chapter, go ahead. Another little point. On the previous page, in 28, mm -hmm. they, they, they find out that uh, there's money in one of the bags, mm -hmm. and their comment is, what is this that Elohim has done to us? Mm -hmm. And only later do the rest of them bother to check to see whether they... No, they didn't open their suitcases. They were on the road. So? They were on the road. They saw the, he opened to take out food for some reason. He found mm -hmm. the money. They were already scared. They came home. Everybody opened the suitcases. They found the same thing. They were shocked. They didn't expect, they thought maybe it's only happened to Levi. They didn't know, they didn't think that's happened to every. They didn't start to check all, the, all their suitcases and all their luggage. 
top and everything. It was on the horses and the camels. I mean, it wasn't such an easy thing to do. Even I wouldn't open my, my suitcase in the middle of the hall. It's closed, it's closed, go. Okay. How long a trip was that? From Egypt to, to yeah. Israel. You tell me how long it would take such a trip on camels. Well, are they going up by the coast, I assume? Through the Asking me how they go. You know. <laughs> that would be, be the fast They're way. Going across the obviously, they go they, they go the, the fastest way. Uh-huh. From Be'er Sheva, they lived. So I mean, Shechem, Be'er Sheva, whatever. So I think Be'er Sheva. far south. Uh-huh. Be'er Sheva. From Be'er Sheva to Egypt. How long it take? A week. A week. A week. Yeah, a week. Yeah, they didn't work on their bags like, for a week. I mean, they stopped in the... Because they were in prison for three days, remember that. Chapter 43. <laughs> Go ahead. The famine was severe on the land. When they had finished eating the food that they had brought from Egypt, their father said to them, Go back and buy a little food for us. You know, the, the father says, he's not, Benjamin is not going. But you know, but then the food is ending... And reality kicks in, and there is nothing to eat, and you have to do something. Reality is stronger than all your philosophies and all your commitments. You need to eat, right? Okay. Yehuda spoke to him, saying, The man warned us repeatedly, saying, You had better not see my face unless your brother is with you. See, you see, Yehuda is taking, taking responsibility. Also there, in the beginning, by the selling, Reuven tried to save him. And then Judah gave the idea of, of selling him. Here also Reuven tries to be the first one. Not accepted. In the first time also they didn't listen to Reuven. Reuven's leadership is rejected. Judah's leadership is accepted. Judah is speaking to his father. Yehuda spoke to him saying, the man warned us repeatedly, okay. if you will send our brother with us, we will go down and buy food for you. But if you will not send him, we will not go down. For the man said to us, you had better not see my face unless your brother is with you. Okay, yeah, he tells him, he told him, that's what the man said. We has, there's no point to go without him. So how long is this period of time? That, uh... Between the first time and the second time? I don't know, maybe the matter speaks about it. I really don't know how long it was. It must have been a while no. because they went there and got no, food no, and he no, plus had was, food it before. Was, it was, the, by, when Jacob came down to Egypt, it was two years in the famine. Two years. Because mm. it says, it's two years in the family. There is, J- Joseph tells him, there is another five years to go. Then bring our father down. Then we know it's two years into the famine. That let's say that they waited in the first year of the famine or half a year, they survived without with the food of dead before. Then it's, I mean, how long? Months. A few months, probably. Yeah. Okay. Number four. Uh, number five. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Number six. Go ahead. Number six. Israel said, Israel said, why did you do such harm to me by telling the man that you had another brother? They said, the man asked us repeatedly about ourselves and about our family, saying, is your father still alive? Do you have a brother? We answered him according to his words. Could we have known that he would say, bring, down, bring your brother down? We don't remember in the story that, J- that Joseph asked, is your father still alive? But he probably asked it. It's not a lie. And he asked him, and, and they, they said, we have our own brother, probably asked him, or he, he led it into it. They didn't know this, they didn't know where, where he's going with this business. Yehuda said to continue. To his father, Israel. Israel, send the lad with me and we will get up and go. Let us live and not die. Mm-hmm. We, you, and our children. I will be security for him. 
you will demand him from my hand if if I do not bring him to you and set him before you I will have sinned to you for all time this line this number nine this is everything for Judaism I will be security for him in Judaism there is responsibility for each other that started with Judah taking responsibility for Benjamin all the days not only now forever and ever Judah take responsibility, took responsibility for his brother. That's why Judah became the king of the Jewish people. From the Judah came the kings. Because somebody says, I will bring him back alive no matter what. That's what Judaism is all about. Here it was founded. Here, it was, here, it, here is the whole story. Until now, it was a family with fights. Here it became. Here is the real thing. I'll bring him back. The same Judah who said, sell my brother, sell him. What's the, what's the gain we're going to have from killing him? Let's sell him. Who wanted something to gain for it? The same brother says, I will do everything to, 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 to bring him back home. There is later a story in history that... Remember the story David and Goliath? Goliath rather the... Uh, threatened the Jewish people. Who was the king at that time? Saul. Saul. Saul was on the tribe of whom? Benjamin. 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 Then a Medrash said, Jesse told David, it's time to pay off the commitment that Judah made to Jacob to take care of Benjamin. You are from the tribe of Judah, David, and you go and save the tribe of Benjamin, King Saul. Then, then David came to say from, to fight Goliath was a continuation of the responsibility that Judah took to, for Benjamin. All the days, all the days means forever and ever. If he had not hesitated until now, number 10. If he had not hesitated until now, we could have been there and back twice. Mm -hmm. Their father Israel said to them, If so, here, this is what you must do. Take of the best fruits of the land in your vessels and take an offering to the man, a little balsam, a little honey, gum, labdanum, pistachios, and almonds. Take double the money in your hands and the money that was returned in the opening of your bags returned by your own hands. Perhaps it was an oversight. Take your brother, get up, and return to the man. May the Almighty... Uh, Hashem, grant you compassion mm -hmm. in the presence of the man that he may release to you your other brother along with Ben Yonah. What's the significance of... One uh, second. One more line. Oh, if sorry. Uh, if I have been bereft of my children, I will, I will be bereft. Jacob is sending away Benjamin. He had no choice. He said, take the food, take the this, take this. And he says, kill. And he says, now, now we'll go back one page, 485. To the Rashi number 14. Almighty, Almighty Shakai. Shaddai. Shaddai. Yeah. Now you are lacking nothing except prayer. Continue. I hereby pray for you. Mm -hmm. Almighty Shaddai, whose mercy is Shaddai, sufficient, and who has it in his power to give. May Continue. he be merciful to you. That is the plain meaning of Shaddai. The Midrashic explanation is, he who said to his universe, enough, may he say to my troubles, enough. Shindaled Yud comes from the word die. Die means enough. Dayenu. 
Tayeno, exactly. For that I have is, had no rest from my youth, suffering the trouble of Lavan, the trouble of Esau, the trouble of Rachel, the trouble of Dina, the trouble of Yosef, the trouble of Shimon, and the trouble of Binyamin. So Jacob said, enough is enough. That's why he's using the name of God that comes to the word die. Die means enough. Isn't that from the Moshe, the burning bush conversation, the Shaddai, the yes, previously... Yes, 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 also the same idea. But Eretz, I think, used the first time in the Bible, I think. Did you... You know it from before? I'm thinking. Go ahead, you know it from before? Shaddai's used before that. We have, yeah. Yeah. It's an Abraham story. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was the Abraham story. And which story is yeah. an Abraham story? I don't think so. Yeah. I'm trying to remember, but I'm pretty sure it's used in That's the That's what I thought, too, because I thought in the Moshe, in Moshe... Moshe, said, it's later. Yeah, yeah. Hashem, Hashem so says sure. that, that yeah. he, they knew oh, me Shaddai. Oh, I, I remember, remember you built myself with the name Shaddai. They yeah, knew yeah. me as Shaddai. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah, referring yeah, yeah. to. But we exactly said that. Um, okay, you'll find that. That's your, your job to prove your Sorry, point. <laughs> The men. May, may I ask you a question? Please. Um, sorry to intrude. Because when, when the brothers come back with the coat, the, the bloody coat, and you know, mm-hmm. Yaakov, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. it says all his sons and all his daughters rose to console him, but he refused to be consoled. Mm-hmm. Does, he, does he sense that Yosef is still alive? Rashi says something very interesting. That on a person who passes away, you can find condolence. On a person who, when you don't find condolence at all, that's a sign that the person is still alive. That he felt something, he couldn't find condolence. For 22 years he was mourning. He was like sitting in a small chair and mourning. That he found, he felt that something is not, he couldn't find closure, so to speak. That he saw something is not right. Okay. Uh, the men took that offering, and they took double money in their hands, and they took Benjamin. They rose and went down to Egypt, and they stood before Joseph. You can imagine how Jacob felt when the whole family left with Benjamin. They're gone. Everybody's gone. Yeah, they said, the man, the man, they said. Okay, let's continue. When Yosef mm-hmm. saw Benjamin with them, he said to, one, to the one in charge of his house, Bring these men to the house, slaughter an animal and prepare it. For these men shall dine with me at noon. He invited them for dinner. Beautiful. For lunch, actually. The men did, 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 did as Yosef, go ahead. Uh, the, men, the man did as Yosef said, and the man brought the men to the house of Yosef. They are again invited to Yosef's house. They thought it's over. No. Continue. The men were afraid because they had been brought to Yosef's house, and they said, because of the money that was returned in our bags previously, are we being brought here, that he may turn on us and come down on us and take us for slaves among with our donkeys. They approached the man who was in charge of Yosef's house, and they spoke to him at the entrance to the house. They said, Please, my master, we, we came down the first time to buy food. When we came to the inn and opened our bags, behold, each man's money was in the opening of his bag. It was our own money in its full weight. We have brought it back in our hand. We have also brought other money in our hand to buy food. We do not know who put the money in our bags. They right away came to admit, to say, 
We have not, they thought, why they summon to the, to the ruler again? Again, Soros, again, Portobo, he wants to take us as slaves. So they came and they, they on their own initiated it. They came and they said, we never took the money. Here is the money, here is everything. Go ahead. He, he the man said. Uh, he, the man said, peace be with you, do not fear. Your God and the God of your fathers has given you a hidden gift in your bags. Again, he's speaking Joseph. Yeah, Joseph about language. God again. Uh, your money has come to me. He then brought Shimon out to them. That they saw right away that there is nothing against them. They are not going to hurt them. Okay. He took out Shimon. Now they reunited with Shimon. Good news. <laughs> the man brought the men into the house of Yosef. He gave them water and they washed their feet. He had feed given to their donkeys. They prepared their offerings to be ready when Yosef came at noon. For they had heard they were they, they would eat there. Yosef came to the house. And they brought the offering that was in their hand to him in the house. They prostrated themselves on the ground to him. He inquired about the welfare and said, Is your old father at peace, the one whom you spoke? Is he still alive? They said, Is your old father? Where did he come up with the old father? And why he said the old father? How he knew that he was old? They didn't tell him. All these brothers are fairly old by that time. I mean, that doesn't mean that the father is old. <laughs> Give a name old. Because he basically tell them, if he's not old, he should be old by now, what you did to him. <laughs> is your old father, is he still alive? Go ahead. They said, yeah. They said, yeah. Uh, they said, your servant, our father, is at peace. He is still alive. They bowed their head and prostrated themselves. He raised, their, he raised his eyes and saw his brother, uh, Binyam, his uh, mother's uh, son, and said, is this your younger, youngest brother whom you spoke to me? He then said, Elohim, be gracious to you, my son. Again, he's using the name of God. The, the walker is using the name of God. You have to be blind not to see that something is going on here. Okay. Yosef hurried to go out because his compassion was aroused toward his brother and he wanted to weep. He <laughs> went into his room and wept there. He washed his face and came out. He composed himself and said, Serve bread. They set a place for him by himself, and for them by themselves, and for the Egyptian who ate with him by themselves. Since the Egyptian could not eat food with the Hebrews, because it was loathsome for the <coughs> Egyptians. Okay, that is, they ate, everybody ate separately. The Egyptians separately, the Jews separately. What's loathsome? It was like an abomination. But, yeah. so it's, not, it's not something that they, they cannot eat with the Jews, with the, with the Hebrews together. We know why that is. I mean, they were shepherds. We know that. And the Egyptians didn't like shepherds. He says the Unculus gives an explanation, as she says, but I don't have the home share with Unculus. I cannot tell you the explanation. Okay, number 33. They were seated before him, the firstborn, the oldest, according to his birthright, and the youngest, according to his youth. The men looked at each other in astonishment. Oh, now they saw something is wrong here. Joseph says, you sit here, you sit here. How does he know who is older and who is younger from four different wives? Mm -hmm. It's complicated to know who is whom. And he knew exactly how to say it. Then the Medrash says, he told, Rashi says it, came to Benjamin, he told Benjamin, you do not have a mother, I do not have a mother, come sit next to me. Basically, they sat around the table exactly 
the way it was. Continue, number 34 in top. He had portions carried from before him to them. Benjamin's portions was greater than all of theirs, five times as much. They drank with him and became intoxicated. Okay, let's look the Rashi, the Badim, they became intoxicated with him. From the day that they sold him, they had not drunk wine, nor did he drink wine. But on that day, they drank. They were like mourning. It was mourning. They were mourning. Everybody, nobody was happy from this story. This is the first time they didn't realize, but the whole family was reunited. And they were drinking and having fun. It's strange. We just went through this whole thing about the Egyptians don't eat with the Hebrews. Yeah. And now he's eating with them. He's eating with them. I know. Yeah, yeah, but... They, <laughs> they, they, had to, they had to realize that something, but he invited them for the dinner, so to speak. I don't think that they knew at that time what's going on, you understand? Yeah, I understand. The text says that the Egyptians, they just done it together. I don't think when they were sitting by the table, they realized the difference that the Egyptians have to sit here and the Jews have to sit here. Go ahead. The footnote on the preceding page says, since the Hebrews eat meat of sheep, which the Egyptians worship. Mm. Yeah, I know that, but there is a treatment that they actually ate meat, I mean. And that's what, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I don't think a day at that time that they were sitting with Joseph knew that they are sitting in a different table because they are Hebrews. That's what I'm saying. Okay, <coughs> chapter 44, number 1. Today we read a lot more than ever before because it's a part of the story. We need to... It drives them crazy. Yeah. He commanded the one in charge of his house, saying, Fill the men's bags with as much food as they can carry and place each man's money in the opening of his bag. And my goblet, the silver goblet, put in the opening of the youngest one's bag together with the money for his purchase of food. He acted according to the word Joseph had spoken. With the morning light, the men were sent on their way together with their donkeys. They had just left the city. They had not gone far. When Yosef said to the one in charge of his house, Get up, pursue the men, and when you catch up with them, say to them, Why, do you, why did you repay good with evil? Why, this is the goblet from which my master drinks. He uses it for divination. You have acted badly in what you have done. He caught up with them and spoke these exact words to them. They said to him, Why does my master speak such words? It would be degrading for your servants to do such a thing. Basically, he's framing them again and again. No uh rachmonas, -huh. <clears throat> no mercy there. And then, okay, continue. Uh, behold, the money that we found in the opening of our bags, we brought back to you from the land of Canaan. How then could we have stolen silver or gold from your master's house? He among your servants with whom it is found, he shall die. We will also be servants to my master. Look what they offer. They said the one among, the among them who caught stealing should die and the rest will be slave. Who offered such a thing? Jacob. Jacob offered such a thing. And Laban accused them of stealing. Remember? The, yeah. the, the uh, idol. 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 He said the one yeah. he didn't know. They repeat the same thing again, the same word. Is he setting this whole thing up because they sold them for money? And oh. now we're then before we finish the class, we will not finish this. 
The bottom line is what 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 they wanted. What what Joseph wanted from their lives? To do tshuva, mm-hmm. you have to be in the same situation. If not, it's not a true level of tshuva. To repent, to know that you repented, that you changed your ways, is only when you're in the same situation, somebody has an alcoholic problem. How we know that he, he, he got cured from it? When he's alone by himself in the room and there is a bottle of vodka on the table and the same vodka that he really likes and he doesn't take it, he knows they get killed. Mm-hmm. Someone has a shoplifting problem. He's in the same store and there is no cameras and he can pick up the same thing and he doesn't do it. For them, for, for them to do tshuva, to repent for their sin of selling a brother, Joseph had to create the same scenery that he created a situation that another brother from the same mother, from Rachel, who is in the same situation that somebody wants to take away. They, they're for sure not selling uh, Benjamin. They're for sure not hurting him. Somebody wants to take him. Are they going to allow to take the brother away or not? And they bought it to the edge and moved it and pushed it all the way to the edge. And they said, we will all stay with them as slaves. We'll stay together. He said, no, 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 Joseph played is the gentleman. The one who was doing it will stay. The other ones should stay there. And only when they were ready, they said, we cannot leave. Judah says, I will be, I'll be instead. I'm a better slave, I'm better everything. Joseph pulled it all the way to the edge. One more minute, it was a warder in Joseph's home because these 12 brothers were not uh, schleppers, as we know that they killed, only two of them killed the whole city of Shrem. You know, these this guys can, can do a lot. It's true that it's a country. Joseph was not afraid of them, but they were ready to kill and to be killed. Then what he was a com- but then only by the last second, he, he told them who he is. When he saw that they they completed the the turning around, it was 180 degrees for the same brother, youngest brother, and they they thought when he blamed the brother that he stole the he stole the gamblet, they, they the brothers thought maybe he did it. They were not sure he didn't do it. <clears throat> what Judah says doesn't make a difference. They didn't do it. I promise my father I'm bringing Benjamin back. I'll stay here. Really, what's the comfort? Can you imagine they all show up with Benjamin? Where is Judah? <laughs> He's gone. <laughs> Every day, you guys, you're just changing. It's like a... Revolving door. Revolving door. This guy's gone. This guy's coming. What, what's going on there? But Judah felt that he cannot... And only then, that's the, that's the reason... Why, why Joseph did it? Still written that it was not right from Joseph's point of view. From some opinions say that Joseph died the youngest from the 12 brothers. I think the first one. One of the reasons that's written in the commentaries is because he put through the brothers this. Because if he wouldn't put, because it's not his job to make them to children. It's not your job to be God's lawyer. If they have to do tshuva, that's between them God. You don't drive them crazy for no reason. And ultimately driving Jacob crazy, slapping Benjamin down. That on the surface, it was for the, for the purpose of them bow, for Benjamin to bow down. <coughs> there is many reasons for every story. But, but the, all, the best explanation why Joseph put through the whole thing is besides on the simple level that he wanted to bring them to Egypt, and he wanted to eventually bring Joseph. According to some commentaries, Joseph didn't allow Benjamin to go back to home. 
because he wanted Jacob to come. He knew if Benjamin would go, not necessarily. Oh, Joseph is alive. Mazel tov, mazel tov. Tell him to send me a picture. <laughs> if he wants, he can come to visit me. They kept Benjamin by him, according to some commentaries. It all was to make bring Jacob down to Egypt. It was very hard job, very big job to bring him. But on a deeper level, he wanted them to make to do tshuva, and the brothers passed the test. They changed completely. They took responsibility for each other, especially Judah, and that's why we are called Jews. We are named after the concept of taking responsibility. That's what the Jew. What you what makes the Jewish people and what they are. They, they, they hear about your brother in in Russia, in 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 uh, in, uh, in uh, Argentina, in Israel. Some of your suffers. You don't even know who he is. You'll never meet him. You don't want to meet him actually, but you will help him. That comes from, from Judah and Benjamin. So I am my brother's keeper. Then. Exactly. I will take responsibility for my brother. 